boy, what is the difference between a video camera and your kids? My pops would say this to me all the time, and I'd be like, okay, pop, what is it? And after years of him saying this to me, I already knew the answer, but I wanted to hear him say it again. He would say, boy, what's the difference between a video camera and your kids? And I said, what, pop? He said, your kids have a stop, pause, rewind, and erase button. I didn't say the joke very well. (laughs) He said, your kids don't have those things. Your kids don't have a stop, a rewind, a pause, and a erase button. And it hit me that our kids are always watching. And see, today on the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, it's Proverbs 22. And for me, it was amazing because it's episode 365. And when I woke up this morning, what God said to me is there's not a day that I don't want you to focus in on the most important job that you have in the entire world. You know what that is, son? It's to simply be a dad. And it was crazy because I got up and I was ready to record. I was coming over here to the studio and I was so excited to, you know, deliver this message. And then I heard a voice in my, uh, you know, coming from my son's room. And then my, my wife grabbed me and she said, hey, you know, Maddox had a bad dream. And I was thinking in my head, but I got to record. I got to go over. I got to do this stuff. And I ran in the room and we just laid there, wrapped him up. And we got a chance to pray. Put my hand on his head. I told him, you know, hey. Jesus is going to wrap his loving arms around you. We're going to pray right now. We're going to lift you up, and then we're going to breathe in all the good stuff. We're going to breathe out all the bad stuff. And I just got to sit and chill, and and it reminded me of what my pop said. The difference between a video camera and my kids is that a video camera has a stop, a rewind, a pause, and most importantly, a delete button but your kids don't. So as we go through today, it was, it was incredible for me, again, because the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, if you've been loving these podcasts, go back. There's a playlist. It's called Wisdom and the Vibe. I put them all together. The corresponding proverb, corresponding day is 3,000-year-old wisdom. And, you know, there's sometimes, uh, like in the last couple of days, where it, it's, it's really got to me because there's been production that I wanted to do. There was an intro video that I wanted to do. But on today's episode, just going to go right through. So I'm going to write in, and you guys could see this, 365. 365 is how many days that God wants us to focus in on our kids, our family, our wife, and to be able to lock in because there is no day where they're not recording. So the first question that God asked me is, what's the va- most valuable thing that you own? For me, I thought of this uh, a while back. I had a a guy named Cousin Barb say to me, what's the most valuable thing that you own? And I said, you know what? The most valuable thing that I own is my car, my house, my, uh, you know, the investments, all this stuff. And he said, no, it's simply this, your name. And for me, my name 
now started to have so much value. And in uh, verse one, it goes through, it says uh, in 22 verse one, it says a good name is more desirable than great riches to be esteemed better than silver or gold. And I wanted to war with God on this, but he brought back to me here uh, in verse 16. In verse 16, it says, one who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and one who gives gifts to the rich, both of them come to poverty. In verse 17, it says, pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what they teach, for it is pleasing for you to keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips so that you trust that your trust may be in the Lord. I teach you today, even you, have I not written these sayings for you, sayings of counsel and knowledge, teaching you to be honest, to speak truth, so that you will bring back truthful reports to those who you serve. What's the most valuable thing that you'll ever own in your life? Your name. So as we go on to the second question is, uh, God asked me, like, what really matters? Like, what truly, truly matters in all of this? And in verse 2, he said this. He said, the rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. And in verse 12, he said, the eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he frustrates the words of the unfaithful. In verse 23, he says, for the Lord will, keep, uh, will uh, take up their case and will extract life for life. And the next one is, this one is a, a word that, uh, that I, I wondered about, um, prudence. So in prudence, it took me back. Let me take this down just a little bit. So when I wrote out that prudence, it, it took me to another place because I didn't really know what this word actually meant. And this word is basically just to say the care for the future. Am I caring for the future? Right? And so I had to take this through the lens of my, uh, as, as God was saying to me this morning, hey, you need to be a dad 365. That's your most valuable thing that you, that you own is your name when, uh, to your kids. And then 365, I got to be that every single day. The shirt that I'm wearing today is because of my daughter. I went to... Uh, Urban Outfitters, and I came out the dressing room, and she, you know, my daughter said, yeah, that's the shirt, Pop. And I looked at it, and I was like, it's not the exact style that I would wear all the time, but you know what it was? Is it was a connection point with my daughter. So it reminded me today that I got to be a dad, 365. That's the most important thing that I'll ever be. So in question number uh, three, it, he asked, Am I caring for the future? And in verse 3, it says, The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. My kids are watching. Am I prudent? Am I prudent in my, in my uh, actions? Am I prudent in what I'm doing? Am I taking care for the future? And so uh, the next question that he had, uh, am I taking everything to the Lord? And this was a big thing because, you know, a lot of times what I wanted to do this morning is my son had a bad dream. He had a bad dream that somebody was chasing him. And I right off the bat, I was like, yo, if I was there, I would take that person out. Now, I'm not a fighter. I get knocked out. But, you know, what happened was is we took it to the Lord. We started praying right away. And you know what started to happen? His spirit started to calm. So, I, uh, so he asked me, are you taking every single thing to the Lord? And in verse here, in verse 4, 
I want you to read that and read that over and over and over again. And in uh, 13 and then 14. Okay. So in uh, verse 13, 14, he says, the sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I, I'll be killed in the uh, public square. The mouth of the adulterous woman uh, is a deep pit. A man who is under the Lord's wrath falls into it. God was just asking me, are you taking everything to me? Because if you take everything to me, I'm going to make everything fine. Next one is uh, the question that he asked is, how's your communication skills? How's your communication skills when you, when you go in? In verse number six, he says, start children off in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they will not turn from it. Pow! How's my communication skills? Watch this. In a company, what I found is 99% of the challenges that people deal with in culture or leadership or anything like that happens to do with the onboarding how they're communicating when a person first comes in. Am I communicating to my kids through my words, through my actions? And from what they're seeing, because they can't erase it like a video camera, am I communicating with them to let them know that I'm taking everything to the Lord? This is a, this is a tough one, though, because it's convicting. And then I looked at, uh, and the next question God asked me, I said, well, what, what am I in debt to? In verse number seven. And so we write up here, and I ask you this, what are you in debt to? In verse number seven, he said, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. And God was asking me, what are you in debt to? Or are you in debt to time? Are you in debt to money? Are you in debt in different areas where you cannot give your full attention to your family? And this wasn't, you know, none of this stuff is coming out towards you guys. This is a conversation that I'm having with God and I'm doing corresponding Proverbs, corresponding days. And what he's doing is he's refining. And some of this stuff is not very comfortable. The next question he asked me is, are you generous? He said, are you generous? Are you generous with your time? Are you generous with your money? In verse number nine, it says, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share food with the poor. I think about the most generous people in my life. They're the most abundant. I look at a, a, a person uh, in my, my big brother, Rob. He is an absolutely generous person. I look at my buddy, Will, generous person. Probably one of the most. I look at my buddy, Greg. I look at my buddy, James. All these people who experience so many great things are generous. And God was asking me, are you generous? And he brings it to this, and this is the last question that he asked me. Are you showing self-discipline? And in verse 15 and 20, see in verse 15, this one showed a completely different. I'll write it down for you. Verse 15 and 22. So in verse 15, he says, folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it away. And I thought, man, this is a way, what we need to do is discipline our children. And God said, no, 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 watch this. He said, the folly is bound up in a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it away. And what he was saying to me is, I want the rod of discipline on you. That will drive it away from you. And when your kids see you have self-discipline, what will happen is your kids will have that discipline also. And what I want that discipline to be is just to come to me. Come to me. Build your name with me. Where are you going? Where are you taking everything? To me. 
And so as I looked at this in Proverbs 22, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, episode 365, what God was telling me is there's not one day out of this year, not one day that I ever want you to take off from seeking me. I want you to seek me because just like your pop said earlier, the difference between a video camera and your kids and your family is the video camera has a stop, pause, rewind, and most importantly, a delete button. And so I had to ask myself, 365, what am I doing? And what I want to do is 365, I want to ask God exactly what he'll have for me on the exact day and do his will, his plan on his timing. I want to thank you all for tuning in for another episode, episode 365, the corresponding proverb, the corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom. Get in the word. If you haven't checked out the entire series, it's in the playlist. It's called Wisdom in the Vibe, and the Wisdom in the Vibe prayer journal is actually coming very soon. I want to thank you again for uh, being here with me. My name is Kelly Cardenas, and I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, and soul.